the music business, there's a lot of contracts that goes around. Um, so you you know you really got to be smart when it comes to uh, music deals, uh, music labels, recording artists, and all that kind of stuff. That kind of plays out into uh, what I've learned in school and over the years and stuff like that. Um, and I'm a very busy man. Um, I've been doing um, uh, some legal assistance work for people uh, with disabilities and all of that nature. I do work for the government, so I see like the things that uh, how our government um, um, provides uh, supportive needs to those uh, low income, uh, low income communities. Um, I'm also uh, I've I've spent time. Uh, I've been homeless. Um, I've, uh, there's a lot of things that uh, has happened to me over the past. I'm originally born in Brazil, um, so if you ever seen this movie called The City of, City of God, uh, I was living in, uh, in that city, in Rio de Janeiro, uh, the city where they call the favelas. Uh, me and my brother, brothers uh, got adopted here in 1988, was when we came here to a huge family, uh, Irish mother and a Korean black father uh, with the huge family with um, people from everywhere. Um, so I'm actually writing about this. I, um, I have a spiritual book. I'm very, um, very religious. Um, I'm, uh, I, I talk about religions, but I, I really don't like to get into it too much because people, uh, they kind of like, when it comes to religion, everyone has like their opinions are very, very uh, personal about religious. So I tried to stay out of that, but what I wrote it was a spiritual book. So it really didn't matter what religion you're in. Um, it was all about um, how can you um, be humble with yourself and how can you uh, pray to, to God to actually ask for things and um, also to pray to get not only for asking for things but having God in your life in order to succeed in your life with whatever you might be going through so that's one of the um, things that I try to do is um, have some kind of um, um, like uh, give people some kind of uh, guidance uh, with their spiritual life um, so the book that I'm working on, is, it talks about that, a lot of things about um, how you be humble with yourself and how you you present yourself in certain ways and, and how that good energy that's going to come back to you. And that also comes by knowing the signs of um, how to stay away from all the negative um, aspects of life that comes towards you. There are signs that are able to tell us you know, how to stay away from things like that. And I'm all about that, you know, I'm all about staying away from all the negativeness. Um, so right now I'm actually humble, you know, I, I live alone, I don't have a girlfriend, uh, I work, I work out, uh, I try to live a good healthy life. Um, and um, I'm away from my children, so that's another thing that, um, and I feel like if I'm away from people, then 
there's no um, way that it's, a, it's a less possibility of you to commit sins because but I'm not saying like to just stay away from people I'm just saying like to stay away from the negative people you know try to stay away from that and just think about it see if you you're here just by yourself you live by yourself on a deserted island and there's no one around do you think you would commit more sins i think not right you will not commit too much sin because there's no one around to influence you to do bad things the only way that you do bad things is by yourself so it's a lessened possibility to commit sin because you'll be worried about your life if you're there all by yourself you'll be more spiritually bounded because then you need God to you know give you that influence and give you that faith for you to survive so that's when people get in touch with God but people get in touch with God on in the different levels um, some people don't get in touch with God until some really really bad happens to them and that's when they start finding God but they don't have to be that way you can start finding God before the bad things happens As a matter of fact if you pray to God and you pray every day that God knows how your day is gonna be so you pray to him to see if um, that bad things will happen and you already know how you're gonna deal with them and he will prepare you to deal with these things already. So yeah, that's it. So I'm not going to go too much into religion. But the other thing I want to talk about is culture. So over the uh, my my whole uh, entire life, um, uh, by being born in Brazil and grow, growing up in Brazil until I was 12. Um, so if you if anybody knows about Brazil. No, Brazil is a it's a multicultural um, place um, culture where there's more African ethnicity in Brazil than anywhere in the world. So everyone, it's it's a mixed culture there, right? With uh, and mostly low ethnicity or uh, minorities is actually has a lot of. African ethnicity so that's why there's a mixture of, uh, of a lot of people in Brazil so I grew up there in the in the 80s um, I was born in 75 and I came here in 1988 88 or 89 they can give a couple months but so in Brazil the poverty you know, like just like any third world countries where poverty is it's very uh it's it's what causes um it it's if if a country has poverty is it because there's corruption in the top do you see what i'm saying so if there's a lot of corruption there's going to be a poverty um level of for people because the government is not being fair so that's how poverty um, it comes about now there's one thing that Tupac said he said um, one of his interview that he was talking about that asked him a question he said so how do you relate what what does your music what kind of message does your music send
and he was saying that his message was he was just trying to educate the minority, educate them to know the signs and how to get things when they want them. Um, and if nobody's listening, then you have to make them listen. So a lot of uh, the higher society people they didn't understand what his 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 music was about. So he said that if you're starving and rich people are living in these mansions and you knock in the door and you're like, hey, I'm knocking and I wish if you could give me some food and they never answer the door. You ring the doorbell again and they don't answer the door. You say, hey, I'm hungry. Can you please give me some food? And they'll never answer the door. And then the next day, same person comes again and start knocking harder on the door. Open the door, I need some food. And then the next week, that person said, I'm coming up the door, I'm picking up the lock. You know what I mean? So now they have a different strategy of getting in, right? And if they don't get in, the next thing is, I'm coming. For the next week, he'll come up and say, hey, I'm getting my shotgun, I'm blasting the door, I'm killing everyone, getting the food. So that's what Tupac was saying, is that our people are suffering. Our people are suffering and no one is listening. You know what I mean? If they just stop to listen, if they just stop to listen, maybe things will be a little different in this world. You know what I'm talking about. And then that's what it's, it's going on with this world today. And that's the problem. And that's what's happening. We are living in a world where, and now it's even worse because now we have social media. And we have social media where no one is like sociable with each other anymore. Everything has to be that everybody has to, their feelings hurt or what people are writing about them or what people are posting about them and then they'll have beefs over social media about what this person said about me and what that person said about me and these uh, tweets, wars and all this stuff that goes on and then, then you have the uh, children, they, they're looking at this now because children has their iPhones and their iPads and, and you know, and they, they're looking at it and, and the adults, they, they're to blame because they're, you know, they're acting like the kids and the kids are seeing that and they're doing the same thing that the adults are doing because they're seeing what's happening and how these people, they can conduct themselves like their fathers or mothers. And the stuff that they see, they want to do. When they see the Kardashians with, you know, the booty implants and um, trying to show society how women supposed to look like, how what beauty is. Beauty is not what you you know what is in TV. Beauty is in the eye of the beholder. Beauty is what's come from the inside, right? Now, I'm sure nobody wants to see ugliness, 
but I should not want to be with someone that's that's beautiful, but have an ugly inside and vindictive woman. Who wants to be with someone like that? Well, you know, so those are, are the things that's going on right now. And we're getting lost. We're getting lost every day. We're getting lost because we're going further away from the, what the truth is and what we're taught, what God has been saying that God is a God of love, so we have to love each other, right? We have to be a thy neighbor to each other, right? And everything's about race and everything's about what is being said and nobody stops to listen to anyone. Um, people cannot even stand alone uh, waiting somewhere for their food at McDonald's. Uh, the first thing that they do is grab an, uh, their phone and they're on the phone. They feel like they're, they're connected to their phone, you know what I'm saying? Like they cannot even look at people and talk and they go automatically to their phones, you know, when you see uh, a couple going to eat dinner and both of them are in their phone. I mean, they don't even look at each other and they're in their phone eating dinner. You know, they can't even put the phone away for a second. Those are the kind of things that um, it's really, um, it's the signs of, of how this world is lost, you know and everybody's getting lost. It's all about what you can get, what you can get than the next person. It's all about the greed. It's about what happened to just, why can everybody just share? Why can everybody just be happy? Why can everybody, why does there have to be such enormous gaps between the rich and the poor? Why does somebody have to have a billion dollars and somebody have nothing? Is it, when they die, what are they gonna do with the billion dollars? You know what I'm saying? Like it's just, it's crazy. So I, um, I came to this conclusion that I think that we really need to look between the lines and we really need to think about ourselves and think about how we can make this world a better place. And it all starts with ourselves, within you. And then one person can change for the better, everyone else can change for the better. But what I'm concerned is, is about our children. Our children is gonna be here when we leave. And is the world gonna be a better place for them when we leave? Is the world going to be a better place? I don't think so. I, I really don't think that the world's going to be a better place, the way things are going now. Um, and that's the kind of things that really um, gets me kind of upset, you know. But I'm the only, I can only do things that I think is right for myself. And I can only give someone advice, but if they don't take it, then that's on them. But we gotta look within ourselves to be a better person, you know? So, 
I just want to play a little something here that uh, Tupac, the kind of things that uh, Tupac was saying. And um, I really, man, I wish this guy was alive. I really do. This guy is just, he's very intelligent. He's a very intelligent person. Um, and he's, he was an amazing person. And I just wish that the brother would have lived longer. Uh, he had a message. He did have a message. He gave us uh, a real beautiful story. He gave us a story that um, all right, I'm just going to let you guys listen up to um, Tupac here and the things that um, he was talking about, all right? Even probably people older than me remember a different, like more quiet and calmer. I remember like problems, but it wasn't as bad as it is now for like the younger generation, so we have to be more... Tupac was an extraordinarily compassionate man. His various houses and places of residences from his first apartment were missions and flop houses for anybody that that needed it or somebody he saw any glimmer of hope in, you know. The truth that cared about the whole family, the daughter, the mama, the daddy, everybody. You don't be a bad, be a bad for us. Don't be a bad for the hunk, you know what I'm saying? And, and being a uh, Marine, the armed forces, or being jail, you know what I'm saying? Be a thug for your homies, and we can win. Really, and just be for real, don't fake it. Make it for real. And that way, you're never going to be confused. People love to, you know, have mercy and sympathy for everything, from the animals, to the whales, to fur, to everything, except us, your youth, the ones who you like, give no attention to who become adults with no compassion. And I feel like if you walk by a street and you was walking on concrete and you saw roads growing out of concrete, even if it had messed up pedals and it was a little, you know, to the side, you would marvel at just seeing a rose grow through concrete. So why is it that when you see some ghetto kid grow out of all of the dirtiest circumstances and he can talk and he can sit across and make you smile, make you cry, make you laugh, all you can talk about is my dirty rose, my dirty stems, and how I'm leaning crooked to the side. You can't even see that I came up out of that shit. And that's exactly the analogy that it is for me. You know what I mean? He had a real affinity, to, especially to children who had parents who were drug addicted or who had parents that were incarcerated. He wanted to be able to set up something that was going to help those children, but he wanted to do it quietly. He didn't want to look like he was trying to sell records. When people say Pac is the best rapper of all time, they don't just mean he's the best rapper. They just mean what he had to say was most potent, most relevant, and that he was the better human being. I'm going to be so far from where I am now in four years. God willing, I'm alive. It's all, I guarantee you, we will. We will have our own political party. What I want people to know is that don't, don't support the phonies. Support the real. You know what I mean? How can these people be talking about how they so real and they don't care about our communities? How can they be talking about how they so real and they don't care about our communities?
how can they be talking about what they all this, you know, the hungry, blah, 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 blah. They don't care about our communities. You know what I mean? Listen to the words that people say in their lyrics and tell me if that's some real sh if that's real to you. You know what I mean? Listen to what they're saying. Don't just bob your head to the beat. Peep the game. And listen to what I'm saying. Hold us accountable for it. He outgrew the image of thug life, but he could never escape it. In the end, it consumed him, leaving only a man-made myth, a distorted reflection that only tells half the story. It was written in ink, a brand, a philosophy, both words canceling each other out, the symptom of a problem in America long in the making. It's like, it's like, I'm seeing that as a, as a farce, you know what I'm saying? I'm saying I'm bad, it's a farce, because like I said, I just, I just told you some of the atrocities that this country's been committing in front of our face. If I was bad, it would be more bodies. If I was just bad, now how come ain't no corpses with my name on it? You know what I'm saying? How come it's all these corpses with their names on I guess that's what's up. Uh, frustrating and aggravated that I can't live down this big shadow that I made to protect myself because it started out as just being I need to get to ego to keep people away from me and to protect myself which everybody does you know like when somebody breaks into your house and you know he's in the house you wouldn't go in your real voice excuse me are you breaking the laws you go hey what you doing malls it's the same thing that I do you know what I mean if you're out in the wilderness and I'm just one sheep by myself I wouldn't go um, I want to say my next song, um, it's called, uh, I would go, you know, woo, you know what I mean? And that's, that's, that's what, you know what I mean? And not that it's like a total facade, it's, it's, it's me, but it's just blown up. No matter what these people say about me, my music does not glorify any image. My music is spiritual if you listen to it. It's all about emotion, it's all about um, life, and it's, rap is like, you know, paint a perfect picture of themselves and you know whatever. I do I tell my, my, my innermost darkest secrets. I reveal myself in every one of my records from dear mama to shed so many tears. But I think my mother knew that freedom wouldn't come in her lifetime. Just like I know that it won't come in mine. Hmm. But it's a matter of either we stay like this or somebody sacrifices, somebody lay a track so we don't stay in a three hundred and sixty degree deadly circle. You know what I'm saying? Somebody has to break out and risk, you know, losing everything and being poor and getting beat down. But somebody has to do something. And we just got to be smarter and sharper or they're going to start taking away each and every person that steps forward to do anything positive for the community. So that's why you wonder why everybody want to live a negative lifestyle. It's safer. happening to me for a reason, you know what I'm saying? I was noticing, I was punching the right buttons and it was happening, so it's no problem, you know? I mean, it's a problem, but I'm not finna let them know. I'm finna go straight through, head to the sky, and if they wanna give me more, I go through more, I keep fighting it, you know what I'm saying, until the last time. I stood up. First thing you've heard him say in like two weeks in court. You know, Your Honor, and throughout this entire court case, 
You know what I'm saying? And then he said if he did die before that, that he would spark a conflict, that he would spark like a, a, a revolution, that it would change, it would give people to change the world. So that's how Pot thought. So, um, so look for me on my next podcast. Um, my name again. Um, they called me DT back in my days. Um, uh, but uh, Alexander is my first name, DT, aka DT, for all my homies out there that know me, for all the way from overseas, Japan, uh, Korea, uh, Philippines, Southeast Asia, uh, LA, San Diego, uh, Chula Vista, uh, Long Beach, uh, Lanwood, Compton, uh, Woodland Hills, Pondell, Lancaster, uh, Glendale, man, I've been everywhere. But anyways, man, um, I'm telling y'all out there, just start looking to the signs, looking for the signs, and start to think for yourself, man, read between the lines. Uh, my next podcast, I'm going to talk about some contracting. Uh, so you guys go ahead and listen up for that. And um, I'll have another one coming up soon. So y'all peace out. Have a good night. Thank you.